Hello and welcome to The Creatives Project, where we talk about all things photography, as well as art and design, travel, and just life. Let's jump in. Hi everyone, I am so excited to be doing our very first podcast episode together. My name is Felicity and I am the host of The Creatives Project. Thank you so much for tuning in and supporting the first episode of the pod. So I've been a photographer for a few years now, and I've loved meeting other photographers and creatives. So that's what the podcast will be about. We'll be interviewing different types of underrepresented voices in the creative industry, getting their perspectives on their art their process, and everything that goes with surviving and thriving in their industries. I am super excited for the future of the pod, and if you want to listen more in depth on what the Creatives Project will be about, feel free to listen to the trailer of the podcast or go to the show notes below. I'm so excited to grow with the podcast as we're ever-changing humans with ever-changing desires and passions, so fuck it, let's just see how it goes. So for our very first episode, I thought it would be fitting if I introduced myself, talked about my own creative journey, where I'm at with photography, how I got started, and the other creative pursuits in my life. So a little introduction about me. I am from the beautiful and rainy Seattle, Washington. I grew up here. uh, This is my hometown. So I went to elementary, middle school, high school here, and eventually I applied to college. I decided I wanted to go out of state since I lived in Seattle for so long. So I just like applied all around the country And I ended up going to the other Washington. So I went to George Washington University in D.C. And I applied there as a marketing major in the business school. And weirdly enough, I never changed my mind about my major in college. It was always marketing. But I ended up double majoring in international business as well by the time I graduated. So college in D.C. was a super fun time. I got to meet so many passionate people in the political and creative space, and that's where I really learned about the business side of starting your own business and what that really looks like, Um, just because I went to business school, so they're like shoving down like business down your throat 24-7, so... Um, In sophomore year, that's where the Felicity Zhang Photography Project um, was really born. And I say project because at that time, I don't really think I knew what a business was, but I did call it a business at that time. So, you know, that's where my photography business, quote unquote, was really born. So I was literally 19 in college. I would say it was like a couple months into my sophomore year and I knew I just enjoyed shooting people's photos, whether that be like grad photos, headshots, um, just like taking photos of my friends and really pretty and scenic places around D.C. Um, And I really had no idea what I was doing, Um, like literally 
I was shooting on automatic mode, like editing photos on Visco, like zero idea what I was doing. But since I was in business school and I think I just had that kind of mindset where I wanted to like start a side hustle, I was like, okay, like let me start my own business. So that's what happened sophomore year. I created an Instagram account and I like announced that I was starting this project. Um, But then COVID hits. So in March 2020, I went back to Seattle and stayed there for a few months before moving back to DC later that year. But during that time, I really wasn't shooting at all. I was just super burnt out from online university and was just not feeling creative. Um, I don't think my camera got touched for three months. And during that year, I decided to take a gap year for the upcoming year. So the entirety of 2021 and That, I think, is where my photography journey really started and where I began to take photos, not only because, like, I felt like I needed to for school purposes or, like, I guess, like, paid work, but because I just loved the process of taking photos. And, yeah, so that's where it really started, I would say, when I moved to L.A. in January of 2021. So in 2021, I went a little batshit crazy and decided to solo travel for the first time to a bunch of different foreign countries in Latin America and in the Caribbean. And I also uh, decided to push my study abroad until my senior year, so fall of 2021. Um, So yeah, it was a very transformative year and especially transformative for photography because um, I wasn't yeah taking any paid work like how I was at GW like very like programmed grad photos or like headshots it was more just personal work and developing what I like to shoot even though I didn't know it at the time so I first started in LA I moved there with one of my best friends And that's when I first discovered film photography. I attribute film for why I got into photography and like still fall in love with photography just because I shoot all of my personal work on digital. I mean, on film, I don't really shoot digital at all for personal work, like how I document my life, take photos of my friends. Um, So yeah, I started with a disposable Fuji film. I think I took like three of those to LA and then when I started planning my solo traveling, I also was packing super light, so I didn't even take my digital camera to some countries. I only packed my film camera. So, in LA, I was shooting a lot. I went straight from LA to Nicaragua for a month, then off to Costa Rica. And again, I was packing super light. So I just brought my film camera and I think just like four rolls of film. So two rolls per month, basically, while I was in Latin America. And I think shooting on film is just so different 
from shooting digital for a variety of reasons. And we can definitely talk about this on a later episode. But I think just overall, it gave me like such a deep appreciation of um, like the intentionality from film and digital, just because like on film, there's only like if you're shooting a full roll, 36 exposures. So like 36 photos per roll. So I really was shooting 36 photos per two weeks, right? So I was had to be super intentional about like what shots I was getting, um, like what I like was focusing on um, to shoot, whether that be people, landscapes, what time I was shooting at, um, just because my camera had automatic flash. So I just need to make sure that the like lighting's right. Um, and that people like are down for me to take their photo as well. So yeah, there's just a lot of factors going into shooting film that if you just had a digital camera and have like unlimited photos that you don't have to think about. And, um, that's just one aspect of shooting film that made me fall in love with photography. I think another huge one is also film is so unpredictable, like, like, you can't see the photo until you get it back, right? So, like, it takes a lot of, like, the, like, perfectionism that one might have while doing travel photography just, like, out of the equation. And there's so many things that can go wrong with film, like, light leaks or, like, the photo just didn't turn out right and, like, you you just don't know until you get back and develop it, right? So that's what I loved about film, not to mention the color and all the graininess that comes with it. Uh, I could go on about this for a very long time, but anyway, I fell in love with film photography during those couple months, and when I came back from those two months in Central America, um, I went back to Seattle, developed all my film, saw what it looked like, um, and then I was like, okay, I'm getting more into photography. Let me bring my digital camera. So I brought my digital camera when I went to Jamaica that summer for about five weeks. And I then also brought my digital camera to Ghana when I studied abroad there um, just because it was a longer period of time and I was bringing a lot more luggage with me. And during this whole time, I was learning as much as I could about photography through like YouTube, finding all like the cool YouTubers I still watch today, learning Lightroom. I was like, I can't keep editing on Visco and like culling photos through my phone. So through that, just like learning technical skills that year and most of all, taking a lot more portraits of strangers, of my friends, and I think that's what really defines my style as a photographer today and what I find interesting to photograph. So in the summer of 2021, I left for Ghana for five months. So I started using a digital camera a lot in Ghana because I got an internship at a coding academy. Shout out Jerry at Soronko Academy for teaching me how to use my camera. Um, basically, Soronko Academy is like a digital coding 
school for young kids and women who are learning like computer skills, not just coding, but also just like basic computer skills, like uh, typing, like how to design things on Canva or like Adobe programs. Um, so my job there was to document all the events that Soronko Academy was putting on, whether that be like coding classes, graduation ceremonies, um, just like everyday interactions between like teachers and students or like students on their lunch break, that kind of thing. So basically I was shooting like three times a week. That was like as many times I would go in a week and I was shooting film, like documenting my experience in Ghana, documenting my friends, like when we would go out and we would take trips together. And I think both those things combined just like exponentially like skyrocketed what I was as a photographer at that time. I really learned manual photography because before I was really shooting on aperture priority or just like manual. So that's when I really learned like the ins and outs of that camera. And I also started getting really comfortable with asking people like on the street whether I could take their photo and just getting comfortable with like taking portraits of everyone and that's when I really really fell in love with photography and I think after I got back from Ghana I was like this is like something I can't see myself like doing without like I wanted to shoot like very often and I think like having that schedule of shooting like three times a week it's like any kind of routine like once you keep doing it for a certain amount of time I was like I can't imagine not doing this because it's so fun and like it's just a connection honestly to meet people like the camera is a tool for me to meet people through and especially when we would go out, this would be so much fun. I remember like burning through entire rolls of film when we were at the club. Like it would just be such a connector to meet other people through. And I still feel like this, like in New York City, um, like when you ask people like going out or like pe people like friends you just meet, if you could like take a portrait of them, it's just immediately such a fun thing you can say to someone and like immediately have a connection with someone through that and yeah it was just so much fun um, I had such a good time shooting and developing film that semester so when I got back to DC that upcoming year so 2022 I started going through a volume of different work basically so most of the work was grad photos and it was kind of like at Soronko Academy where I would be like shooting the same kind of conditions same lighting scenarios every single day like a couple times a week and I was lucky enough to photograph a lot of friends at this time friends of friends who I just had so much fun shooting and documenting like such a magical time in our lives um, as graduating seniors and that's when I saw how like emotional photography could be like documenting such a incredible experience for people and also just going through a volume of work like seeing different lighting conditions repeating that over and over and over 
just like practicing basically uh, photography and also practicing client work, like drawing up contracts, figuring out the best way for like a professional kind of like client facing interface like whether that looked like honeybook like a client management software or just like emailing people like the contract for them to sign and them like paying me it was kind of a hot mess because this was my first time like managing so many different types of clients and like figuring out how to like input this into my calendar because like some days I would be at the Lincoln Memorial from like 7 a.m to like like sunset basically like shooting like different groups grad photos um so yeah it taught me a lot about like how to manage client expectations how to pose people um just because we were working with so many different groups so like single like solo grads versus like couples um huge groups of girls or guys so yeah it was just like different dynamics of posing of locations and it was so much fun and I definitely learned a lot through that volume of work and that was my first time like managing that many shoots at such a condensed period of time and yeah wouldn't trade it for the world it was definitely yeah very chaotic graduating myself at that time and shooting so much but it taught me a lot and definitely helped my editing style develop as well um, during that time. So after that chaotic but super fun time in DC, I took a grad trip that summer to Europe and I solo traveled to Turkey for about five weeks and I started shooting for a kite surfing camp called Orla Surf Camp in Orla, Turkey, which is like the uh, westernmost part of Turkey. Yeah, just had to check a map just to be sure. Yeah, westernmost part of Turkey, like closest to Greece. Um, but yeah, that was a super fun time because that was my first time shooting like branding slash lifestyle types of work. So I was basically curating images for Orla's um, like social media sites, whether that be their website, Instagram, any platforms that they needed photos of. So during that time, I was doing a lot of sports photography, honestly, because kite surfing is a freaking hard sport. Like people are sailing through the air. So I definitely that was my first time shooting sports. So I was having a really fun time, like meeting new people from all over the world and um, doing a different type of photography than I'm used to. And that was also a very like flexible time for me because um, the owners of the surf camp were very sweet and allowed me to like edit in any type of style I wanted, like further developing my editing style. And also um, just like when I was solo traveling, kind of similar to my year abroad in 2021, I was just shooting way more film, but this time I had much more knowledge so I was able to bring um, a lot of different lenses and cameras with me that I previously like had no idea about like I think when I went to um, like Central America I literally just brought like a disposable and then this camera that 
was my first film camera. It's like a tiny Minolta and it's just not good quality, but you know, we live and we learn. So it's just nice having like better knowledge, better gear to bring. And I'm sure even like today, like a couple years from now, I'm sure I'll look back at what I'm shooting on and be like, oh my God. Um, but you know, it's all a journey. So it's really fun to look back at those times and see the images that I created with, I remember like exactly what I shot on the film stocks I shot on. Um, experimenting with different types of like black and white portrait Fuji and yeah it was a super fun five weeks and then I moved to New York so that is where a lot of my growth as a photographer begins so I decided to only apply to jobs after college in New York City Um, because it's obviously one of the most creative places in the world. A lot of my friends from college were also moving there, so it was a good community of people that I loved and trusted. And number three, I also feel like I was just romanticizing life in New York a little bit, and I probably still am and probably always will be, but I just have loved the energy of the city from the first time I visited and was just like, this is one of the places that I have to live sometime in my life. So I got a job um, when I was still in DC. So I started the job during that summer and moved to DC September 1st, 2022. So around a year ago, which is crazy to say. So In New York, that's when I think a lot of my, what I knew about photography just completely fell away and I learned so many new things, especially about like fashion photography, more editorial type photography, which uh, is really prevalent in my work today. So when I first moved to New York, I just knew I wanted to pursue photography more seriously than I had been in DC. And I also had the capacity to because New York has much more creative opportunities. Um, So I started shooting with a lot of models, reaching out to different modeling agencies and seeing more the editorial side of modeling and photography for fashion, branding, beauty, that sort of thing. And at the same time, I also began shooting a lot of couples. So engagements, um, weddings, just couple sessions, that sort of thing. And I love both for very different reasons. Um, I like to shoot a mix of a lot of different niches of photography just because you can do so many things with each niche and every part of shooting different niches bring different types of joy to me, if that makes sense. So for example, like shooting couples, shooting proposals, that is such like kind of like grad photos. It's such a raw moment in people's lives. And it's so special that like these couples choose me to document that part of their life. And it's yeah, just so special and honestly, very emotional to be there and be chosen to for your art to like document this amazing moment in their lives. And also it's just so fun celebrating love and 
like seeing the love that these couples have for each other, like being able to spend like an hour or two with them and like learn about their love story. It's just so cute. Um, so yeah, that's what I love about couples. But like on the another side of it, like fashion photography, like it's a completely different type of photography because you can like style people you can really get creative with your team different stylists makeup artists um hairstylists and really like create a whole project with your team depending on the look that you want to do so it's super fun to see that project like start to finish like creating a team getting them all together playing it out with like the mood board the location the time of day what type of equipment you're shooting with and just like seeing that whole thing come to life and have the team come together and then afterwards like um you just have these amazing connections with super creative people so yeah there's and there's a lot of different other niches that i like to shoot but just those two examples was what i started shooting a lot when i first moved to new york that fall and with those two niches i started realizing that photography could be a viable career choice and not even a career choice or path but realizing that photography is like just a beautiful medium for me to capture my life whether that be my friends my family things that I've gone to fun events Um, I think it's just like a tool for human connection That's just such a beautiful medium and I'm so glad to be on this journey and be on it with y'all with this podcast. I'm super excited for the things that we have coming up this year. Um, I just rebranded my website, launching this podcast, of course, Um, quit to my nine to five job, which is crazy. Um, And I have a couple big international trips that I am super psyched for. And of course, documenting that as well through photography, but also through the podcast, um, listening and learning from different photographic communities from around the world. And yeah, I'm just super excited to share it with y'all. Thank you so much for listening to the very first episode of The Creatives Project. I can't wait to see where this goes. And I appreciate all the love and support that you've shown so far. If you think you have a guest for the podcast, please don't be shy. DM me on Felicity Zhang Photography. Uh, I love new friends and love featuring new voices on the pod. And yeah, thank you again for listening in and I will talk to you in two weeks. Bye.